Hi, you guys. Tonight, I'm going to talk about how domestic abuse turns to murder. And I'm going to give you an example with the Donna Cobb story. This was a story of a woman who was married, living in New York City with her husband, and where marriage turned deadly. So I'm going to give you a little background and explain to you everything that happened and the red flags that you need to look for. Okay, Donna Cobb was a woman who lived up in Harlem. Back in 1992, she had four kids. She was a working woman. She went to church. Um, She met her husband, Kevin Cobb, when walking on the street. And Kevin really pursued her. He was persistent in trying to pursue her, okay? And one of the things that won Donna over was that he was very, very nice to her kids. He came on very charming. Now, don't I always say they're always nice in the beginning, you guys, that you don't see the real person till later on, okay? Here's another example of that. In any event, after a year, he moved into her apartment, okay? He never worked, he didn't work, and he used to just hang out. So he was one of those guys that moves into her place, hanging out. She's going to work. She's carrying the burden, trying to support the household. She was the sole support. And in 1998, she ended up having twin girls with her husband, Kevin. Now they're living in an apartment with six kids. She had very little help at home. He started out being very helpful in the beginning, and then all of a sudden, that help stopped. Does this sound familiar to a lot of people? Okay. Then he was going out all night. He was sleeping all day. He was addicted to cocaine. Now she's got somebody that has a drug addiction. Okay. And we're going to talk about when you get involved with people that have drug addictions. And when your relationship is really troublesome and volatile in the beginning, when you add drugs or alcohol into the mix, things just progress and and that's how things escalate. And that's how things escalate to a point where it becomes violent and even deadly, okay? In any event, in 2001, he had drug charges, So he was arrested and he did two years in prison. He was calling her from prison, being very loving, as a lot of people have said when they're dealing with um, partners that are in prison, they're very, very loving when they're behind bars, but when they come out, they're a different person. So keep this in mind, you guys. There's a lot of people that have dated people that are in prison, they, these guys, some of these guys in prison, they love bomb them. And, and when they come out, they're a totally, totally different person. It's like I say all the time, people do what's to their benefit. And when you take somebody that may be in prison, what is their benefit? All they have is time on their hands. Okay, and in some cases, some of these guys are hustling women. And when I say hustling women, what I mean is 
they've got a whole load of women that they talk to and they tell them how much they love them or they try to get money out of them. And you have women behind bars that do the same thing. That's why a lot of people say, you know, when you date somebody that's in prison, a lot of them are con men and con women that you're not really seeing the true person until you're face to face with that person. Okay. It's like another example would be if you dated somebody that's a long distance uh, person, you're not seeing what that person is doing every day. You don't know what they're doing. They could be telling you they're going to sleep and be going out with somebody else, okay? Unless you have that person right in front of you and you see them in an everyday kind of situation, people are very different when they're not there in person with you. So this woman, Donna Cobb's uh, husband, Kevin, he was very, very, you know, affectionate when he was in prison for two years she would visit him um he went in the drug rehab program she thought oh he changed you know he's he's you know he's really progressing and he's going to become this good person he's not going to do drugs anymore he's not going to be physically abusive because their relationship had got to a point where he became physically abusive all right, so she was a woman who didn't want to walk away from the relationship. She didn't want to walk away because it was an 11-year relationship, and she thought he was rehabilitated. So needless to say, he comes out of prison, and they have a party, and the party, um, one of the family members in the party started trouble or was, you know, not acting right, and they ended up kicking out people from the party. Now, before I get into all the, the you know, details of what happened and how things turned deadly, I have to give you a little background on their relationship. Her husband, Kevin, he was very, very violent, okay? And he was very jealous. And he was very possessive. He was paranoid. He was thinking that she was seeing someone else. See, a lot of people that are on cocaine, they become paranoid. So not only was he violent, now he's doing the drugs and he's paranoid that she's seeing somebody else. Not only was he possessive and jealous, but he would wake her up in the middle of the night and he would beat her, okay? Like a typical situation where you have the domestic abuse okay this is what she was living with she was trying to make it work because she said she was with him for so long he was the father of her twins and she was trying to make it work now here's another situation of somebody trying to stay in the relationship that is very very toxic not only is it toxic you're dealing with somebody who has uh, a drug problem and she's staying with him to try to make it work instead of realizing that this is not a healthy relationship. So when he came out of prison after two years, she's thinking, oh, okay, he's re rehabilitated and everything is progressing. He's a changed man and everything's going to be okay. He was okay for a little while. And then he went back to his old ways I tell you guys this all the time when you're dealing with people and you break up and 
you know, you debating whether you should take them back. Very few people change, okay? It really has to come from that person. You have to look at that person's character. I say it all the time because most of the time people end up breaking up. They take somebody back. That person is good for a little while and then they revert back to their old ways. And another very typical thing that he used to do is that he always used to apologize to her, okay? Another apologizer, the apologizer, okay? And cry to her and tell her he's sorry, okay? And when he used to keep doing the coke, it just made it worse and worse. And it made his paranoia even more worse. He went, He was so gone that he got to a point where he would go outside and talk to a pole outside. This was very, very toxic, you guys. She tried to get him involved in a drug program that he just would not show up to. So on the night of the killing, what happened is they threw this party and he was unemployed. Um, he was guzzling tequila. He was snorting cocaine. A fight broke out and the couple kicked everyone out. And he was threatening and and muttering threats to his wife that she was cheating. Again, the paranoia coming out and the abuse coming out. Now, the kids were not in the home at the time of all of this. And then what happened? So now the party breaks up. He goes out. He comes home after doing cocaine and drinking, okay? And he's in a rage, So he went into her daughter's, she went into her daughter's room to sleep, but he comes in at like six o'clock in the morning, punching her in her face. He pulled her out of the bed by her hair and he's kicking her. Okay. She tried to fight him off. She ran into the living room. He came right behind her, punched her in the back. She fell and he started stomping on her. And she's screaming, you know, that she didn't want him to die. She grabbed an elephant, a ceramic elephant statue, okay? And she just hits him in the head with it. She strikes him in the head with it because that's all she could grab. Then she runs into the bedroom and he begins to chase her. He grabs her and he's choking her. And... She takes a knife. She's reaching on the side and there's a butter knife there. She grabs the knife, okay? And she, you know, for her life and she just stabs him with a butter knife and ends up killing him. And this was a big case that was in the papers in New York. And this is a woman, she had no record. She goes to church. She's a working woman, you know, And they were looking to try her for a life sentence, okay? And a lot of people, they argue this case and they say, well, you know, even though he was abusive, he didn't deserve to die. But in this situation, this woman was fighting for her life because in actuality, maybe if she hadn't killed him, he was going to end up killing her. He was on drugs okay and he had a violent temper to begin with 
just compound that with taking cocaine and being paranoid, okay, that this woman really should not even have been tried. And it turns out that, you know, she was found not guilty, all right? But the case is just a classic case of domestic abuse gone bad. This is so typical, and I've talked about it in my other podcasts about when you're dealing with somebody that is very controlling, that is very paranoid, that doesn't trust, and then you compound it with the drugs on top of it, all right? It's intensified 10 times over. So if you're in a, in a violent situation, you have to be very, very careful if that person is on drugs or alcohol, all right? You need to get help. You need to call the domestic abuse hotline or get a support uh, from family, friends, or whoever, because that situation could have went either way. But see, when they asked her about the whole situation, what she would have done differently if she could do things differently is that she said the first time that he slapped her, she would have left him. So this is, this is the lesson to be learned, you guys. The minute you see any kinds of, you know, abuse, it starts with verbal abuse. It moves from verbal abuse sometimes to physical abuse. P- these people will sometimes test you to see how much you'll take and how, mu- how much th- they could keep you around, all right? If you don't have your power to be able to leave a situation like that before it escalates to that point, you could put yourself in a very dangerous position. So that's why I do a lot of podcasts and I talk about recognizing the signs, the signs of people that are very controlling, the signs of people that could be verbally and physically abusive. So remember all these things, all these signs, all these red flags, when I'm telling you this story of this person that got into a relationship that had somebody who was in a sense kind of love bombing her in the beginning, showing her a lot of attention. And as time got on and as people get comfortable, their true character comes out. And that's exactly what happened, compounded by, you know, the use of drugs to a point where eventually it escalated, where it got to the point of violence and unfortunately, somebody got murdered. Okay? So hopefully everybody can learn from these kind of things and recognize the red flags. I hope you like this story. If you did and you like the podcast, please hit the subscribe button and share and have a great day. Hi, you guys, it's Yaz. I want to tell you about my two books that are on Amazon, okay? You can download them free with the trial membership from Kindle. The first book is Regain Your Power. If you're in a relationship and you feel like your partner has all the control in the relationship, maybe you're walking around on eggshells, you're afraid to approach them, 
It's going to tell you how to regain your power and, and be happy in the relationship, okay? And what you may be doing wrong, and that's why your partner has all the control in the relationship. The other book is he's signs he's not into you, he's wasting your time. There's a lot of people that are dating someone or in a relationship with somebody who's not really vested in the relationship. And we, we often are confused as to whether our partner really likes us or is into us or wants a future with us. And this book is going to give you signs and red flags of whether your partner is into you or he's just basically drifting and wasting your time. So go to Amazon and download the Kindle free trial membership. Doesn't cost you anything. And check it out. It may help you. Okay, and have a great day. If you guys are having a problem in your dating or relationship or you're dealing with somebody maybe that's narcissistic, you don't know if they're a narcissist or you're just having problems, you're in a toxic relationship and you need some clarity on it, go to the link in the podcast description for my website where I offer email and phone coaching. If you have a quick question, just a quick question and you wanna get a video sent back to you answering your question, there's also a link there for Vizio, where I will send you a personalized video answering your question. Hi, you guys. I just want to let you know that the game exposed now has their merchandise available. Check out the link in the bio and you could go check it out. There's cool hoodies, cool sweatpants, cool hats. So go to the bio for the link. And also, don't forget to follow me on Facebook at the game exp 123 and also on Instagram, TheGameExp123. Okay? And have a great day. Mm-hmm.